Welcome to Nerdy Four, the podcast where we ask people what they're nerdy for. On this episode, we are speaking with Yoshi So. He is a huge comedy nerd, and we just go into all the details of joke writing, building a set, analyzing famous people's sets, and it is all comedy. If you're a comedy nerd, this is the episode for you to listen to. Hi, welcome to Nerdy Four, the podcast where we find out what folks are nerdy for. I am already giggling because I'm here with Yoshi. My good, oh, your mouth is amazing. (laughs) My good friend, we do comedy together. We are also known as being the most giggly monsters in all of giggle land. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay, Yoshi. We are very giggly. So, yeah. another so, because that's your mm-hmm. last name. <laughs> what are you nerdy for? Uh, I am nerdy for comedy. I have recently went like full time after about eight years. After seven and a half years of comedy, I'm going full time. And so I'm very in tune and very like nerdy around everything related to comedy. So producing, stand up, the actual art of it, laughs per minute. Like when I watch specials, I take notes of how many laughs people are getting. I check how many laughs they get per minute. I check how many laughs they average throughout whatever that hour, 45 or 35 minute special is. I check which laughs are big, which laughs are small. I check how they got the laugh. I check if they did a callback. I get very detailed about it. Yeah, for you listeners out there, if you also want to just uh, take all of the mystery out of comedy <laughs> and, and and make it a scientific study, you can get into yeah. stand-up. It looks like you're, sure. you're conjugating a sentence instead of watching comedy. You must be a joy yes. to watch these specials yes. with. Your yeah, wife yeah. must love watching comedy with Which you. is great because she does not watch comedy with me. Oh, there you so, go. So, like, it is... I, I am you watching able it on slow-mo? <laughs> I am able to actually watch comedy as a fan mm-hmm. and then watch comedy as a nerd. So when I watch comedy as a nerd, I get into like the specifics around how did that person get a laugh? I have a crazy question for you. I have um, something that's on my phone at all times in case I am flying and I don't Mm -hmm. have access to entertainment. And since I can't read, I have to watch or listen to something. And I have on there right now. And it changes. For a long time, it was Maria Bamford's special on Mm -hmm. um, Prime. And now it's Nate Bergazzi's special also on Prime. And that's the one I just keep on there. And if I am on a plane, Mm-hmm. And I have nothing else to do. I will analyze the, the f out of that. Do yes. you have anything like that where you're like you keep going back to it and trying to like separate it out? So there are some specials that I will watch that I have that I think are like master classes. Ooh, like, what are your master classes? Let me write them down. A couple of master classes. Uh, Earthquakes last special that Dave mm-hmm. Chappelle produced. Master class in the art of killing a small room Mm. in about 35 minutes that special is about 36 minutes long and that dude is averaging somewhere close to like 11 laughs per minute where do you watch that i I just watched it at home and no i'm not asking like what what part of the earth (laughs) jesus christmas where do you is it on amazon it's on on netflix it's on netflix yes it's on netflix so that special is really good uh uh ali wong's baby cobra special she is, had is that uh that's the first one the first one yes is a master class in just great writing and ali wong so here's she's another great. i love ali wong oh so my much. gosh she's yeah. so good but here's another great thing about ali wong she actually does not use a lot of words throughout her entire special so real nerdy mm. ali wong specials average about anywhere between seven to seventy five hundred words for their entire special oh. and somebody like earthquake 
says a whole lot more. So most specials like, but she's just slower. Yeah, yeah. So every I special. I am so excited. Yeah. How do you count the words so in a special? Do you type here's, it up? Do you have your, thing. like the computer talk to AI and it types it up? And in it, the Googles. In the you Googles? Can just, the Googles, On yes. the online? In the Googles, on the online internets that. Where uh, all the porn is? I'm not allowed on there. <laughs> we just got to stop looking at porn long enough to, to look up anything else. <laughs> I'm Quaker. <laughs> uh, where Al Gore discovered it. When you go to that thing that Al Gore what discovered. What was he looking for I on mean, there? I don't know if this was what he was looking for, but this is what I use it for. <laughs> you can just type in script for Netflix oh. specials, and it just yeah, shows yeah, you yeah, yeah. every Maybe single that's word. That, how they put it in the con- like the Congress, yeah, yeah. The library it's the sa- of so Congress. So it's the same. It's the same way as like you're looking for. Like the screen script uh, for three, a film. Three titted ladies. No, I'm sorry. I didn't know what. You, yeah. I didn't know your search. Yeah, 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 yeah. B- BBW. I, I need to look for three titted ladies. Just it's just gonna link you I'm to a, the. I'm a total recall fan. Yeah. yeah. Ah, there we go. I was literally just about to say, and I will say, it's not the. They didn't do that in the remake. They sure didn't. And I didn't watch it because I, as I did. Find, I was like, hey, did they? And they're like, no. And I was like, We're why would I? Only here for why the three titted lady. It was burned on my psyche I? as a child. Why would? Yeah. That was like the first movie I actually saw at a movie theater and I was a young boy and I was like, how is that possible? Yeah. You're like, I'm so going, like, I'm going, I'm going. I was like, up in the space, like, y'all. Uh, all you girls in this elementary school are not doing it for me. I'm going to need somebody <laughs> need with some radiation, three. bitches. <laughs> I'm going to Chernobyl. Where did you go? Where did you go to high, middle school? Uh, I went to middle school in Richmond, Virginia. I went mm-hmm. to high school in Texas. Okay. And I went to elementary school in Philadelphia. You traveled All, around. Yeah, I did wow, travel yeah, yeah. around. Yeah, I'm an international superstar <laughs> like Pitbull, baby. Uh, but no, I traveled a lot because my father was a professor. And Don't hit the table. It goes into oh, the mic. Sorry, jazz hands. My bad. My bad. Uh, my father was a professor, so I was very much like a... He was, you know, he's a super nerd who read a lot. So that's kind of probably where I get a little bit of like the detailedness from. Yeah, the academia approach to comedy. Yeah, the academia approach. And so like when I am looking at like a comedy special or like I'm thinking about like doing another special, I recorded one, but I never put it out. And I'm just looking at how often I want to get laughs based on like how long I want to go for. So in a 45 minute set or like a headline set, I'm trying to average about 10 laughs a minute which means the jokes that I'm putting in have to be at a pretty solid, consistent rate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So even like in a shorter set, I'm actually trying to average even more. Well, cause because you're, pro- uh, you're showcasing. Because I'm showcasing. So yeah. like, I actually believe like three is what you should start with if you're starting comedy in a minute, but like five is what you wanna get to if you're like average. And then if you wanna headline, I think eight to 10, is like mm. solid. Mm-hmm. And then there's some people who just don't get that many laughs because they're a little bit slower. Like Ali Wong actually only averages like five to seven laughs she's per minute. She's a storyteller. So she's but she's a storyteller. Yeah, 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 yeah. But her laughs are so big. Mm-hmm. They're so good. But like somebody like Taylor Tomlinson gets oh, about she's so 10 tight. to Dense. 15 she called- laughs. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. She is, but she is a tag master. Like she gets so many tags after jokes. It's so good. And then yeah. somebody like Sam Morell, who's I think just just a god when it comes to like conciseness him and mark norman they don't like they are getting so many laughs throughout it and they're just they're just squeezing the hell out of jokes Mm -hmm. they don't use any fluff it's no it's all set up punchline set up punchline and then i wonder like i leave me a little bit like well tell me more about your personality 
move across the stage. And give, I, give me a little bit more. Yeah. But I think people are going for that shotgun experience. Like, brum, 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 yes. Brum, brum. And I think part of it is that, like, I feel like the internet's kind of spoiled us to where we are just like looking at things and just like, all right, I need to be entertained as quickly as possible or else I'm going to move on. Yeah. And I think comedy has sort of fed that. And, mm. you know, I, that's I why the crowd work stuff is, I think, working because people are like, all right, let me see something kind of controversial really quickly and see how awkward it is because that's the most entertaining. And then they move on. Yeah. I think it is good, though, that you noted, like, it just kind of depends on your style because it really yeah. is like it's a big and just for anyone listening, I like <laughs> uh, I don't do stand up anymore, but I used to and I did a lot like of open mics. So it was just like the with a lot of more green people yeah and i was like people like oh i'm not doing like this or this person's doing better than me i'm like well what's your style like and like you said like yeah. are you a storyteller are you just like mm. joke 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 do you yeah. do a lot of that and especially and like you were saying like once you get up to like specials and headlining then you got to have like a good flow of it because like yeah. you have to hold up energy for you have to hold up 30 energy. minutes to 60 minutes and yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot of i work feel like to do. taylor does a great job Telling pers very personal stories mm -hmm. and keeping the LPMs up because of her, st her of her way of writing. Absolutely, I mean, but I think to you, like to what Joe mentioned, there's just a lot of good ways to do comedy. There's not like just one way oh, no, to and do it. Oh no, that's so good because there's and so, so many like, different there's people so many out different there. people, but also like that's that's why I mean I think. Like Nate Bargatze's last special, not the one that he did on Amazon, the one before that, I thought was like, oh my god, you are literally telling about my life. That's what I felt. I was like, this thing is so good. Because he was talking about being a latchkey kid, talking mm -hmm. about being married, mm -hmm. uh, talking about having relatable. like his first kid. It was all relatable stuff. Yeah. And all of it was just like, oh my God, this hits home so, so hard. And I love that special. But yet people are like, oh, it wasn't the greatest. Mm. And then I wasn't like, I like this last special, but I thought it wasn't as good as the other one, the mm. one on Netflix. Mm -hmm. But I do like it mm -hmm. because... He is also like Ali Wong. He doesn't use a lot of words. Very, mm -hmm. very slow. Nate Bargatze talks like this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, joke. that's part of his character. It's part of his character, but it also, when he gets the laughs, it's real big. It's a big laugh. It's a big laugh. A laugh of knowing because we know his character now. Yeah. His audience is like, "Oh, you're the dumb yes. guy." That's yes. what I say. I love yeah. I, my, one of my favorite styles is is dumb smart. Mm. Where like mm -hmm. everything you're saying sounds dumb, but then you're like, "No, no, no." That person is so fucking smart because they understand yes. how to make this really complex subject. Complex. And he's like, "Cool." It's just like reducing fractions. You boil it down. You boil it down. It's like, hey, mm -hmm. this like crazy intense premise, and then here's the dumbest way I can present it, dumbest and it just way. hits you. Dumbest. Because it's like one of those like yeah. you get the first laugh, and then you mm -hmm. think about it for like next thirty seconds. You're like, "Oh my god, yes." My yeah. favorite joke from Nate Bargatze's recent um, mm -hmm. thing is when he has a, a boy come over, a boy child come over mm -hmm. to the house in exchange for um, someone taking care of his girl child, and he's like. <laughs> You would love you put a bobcat loose in my house. It's under the deck, chewing on wires. It's so <laughs> like, funny. That was it's just, so funny. That was it's, so esoteric. Yes. It's esoteric. Under the deck, mm -hmm. chewing on wires, a bobcat. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All and so I just in my mind, I know he went through a cheetah. He went For a sure. monkey. Uh, For sure. Like all the different things. Yeah. You could put the animal, and then where is the kid? He's in the attic, chewing on. The insulation, mm -hmm. all the different things. Mm -hmm. Where is he? What's he yeah. chewing on? He's chewing on my daughter. He's chewing on my <laughs> wife's hair. He's chewing on the snacks. He's chewing. And then he got to under the deck chewing on wires. And was what yeah. I think that's what raccoons do. Like that's something a feral animal does. Absolutely. Yeah. And I was I I felt a tickle. Yeah. I felt the energy. I'm like, yeah, oh, that yeah, was yeah. the perfect punchline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, and I think that's 
that's like the beauty in watching comedy specials is like watching someone work out a set. I remember one of the people I've, I was always obsessed with, especially in the Atlanta scene, um, was Mia Jackson. Mm-hmm. And if you guys don't know Mia Jackson, she's absolutely hilarious. But I remember watching her when I was starting comedy and I'd see her work out a joke at different places. Yes. And she just work parts of the joke at different places. I saw her do this biscuit bit like maybe 15 times. Mm-hmm. And then when it was like tight, I was blown away by how tight it got from where it started. Cause I thought it was hilarious the first time. Mm-hmm. And then I was on a show with her like at dad's garage or something like that. And I was like, oh my God, this is a great joke. And then like the next time I was like, this is a better joke than the last joke. And like, you just see it getting better and better and better and better. And then when it got to like super tight and then I saw it in her special, it was like, she's so bing. good. It was like, wow. I've heard, a, um, <sighs> A guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a dude. <laughs> Someone with the yeah. penis. Hair. hair I'll get it. He talked. Uh, he said a, a real joke. Yes. Is a, like a polished stone. Like I, you've been working on it and mm-hmm. polishing it for two years. And now here yeah. it is. Yeah, it's yeah. a perfect gift. Yes. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, I, I remember even like jokes that I've started out with that I've refined because we uh, we we did the World Series and when we when I started doing the World Series I was of like, comedy, oh, not of comedy. baseball. Yeah, yeah. Like when I started yeah, doing yeah. the World y- Series, y'all did World Series. You got struck out, then you're like, I guess I'll try comedy now. <laughs> no, I know. I'm not really good at uh, yeah, catching Amy, things. Amy actually blew out her knee. She was about to go with the <laughs> yeah, Yankees. Yeah, in the locker yeah. room. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> family friendly show. <laughs> How do how do babies get made? That's what we're talking about. You put them in the butt. <laughs> Am I doing it wrong? Yeah. She's like, we're trying, but I don't really know if it's working. Yeah, the seventh inning stretch yeah. has a new name. And that's a polished rock there, y'all. Yeah, sliding into home. We just fa- that's that's a rock you find in the in the river where the river polished it. We just picked it up and presented it to you. Yes, my husband's very good with an organ. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Dun, 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 We're old school. Dun, dun, we have a wood dun, dun, bat. I can do this all. Two balls, one dun, strike. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> the World Series of Comedy. A catcher's mitt. Sorry. <laughs> you just gotta beat it up to get it really ready. It needs a lot of oil. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or something on your. And hands. then you can pass it down to your kids. <laughs> nice oily catcher's mitt. That is an heirloom. Oh my God, that got dirty fast. Dirty real fast. fast. I like how you said fast. That started dirty and then and then just got ridiculous. Well, I didn't notice yeah, at the dirty. beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't but paying attention. That is like the beauty of jokes, right? Is like they start at a certain place and then they get to other places. And I enjoy like, especially when I'm out doing like open mics or even just on a showcase where somebody will give me like a tag. I remember Joe Smith gave me a tag for a joke that just as soon as I got it, I was like, oh my God, I had no idea that this would work. And literally, it's like one of my biggest jokes. Yeah. And it just worked, and it was just like, quick little tag right after yes. something that I thought was like, 
already polished, right? Mm-hmm. And so I enjoy even doing that for people because I'll hear stuff. I'm like, oh, you know what? You could <laughs> make this <laughs> but really pop. I think pop. we should share tags, and people oh, can throw them sure, in the garbage sure. or whatever. Absolutely, yeah. But yeah, if you I care think... about someone, you're like, you're, yes, you're, your fly is open, and or here's a tag. <laughs> here's a tag. <laughs> it's definitely as it part of like community building, but also it's one of those things of like you know outside looking in. You, you, you've been like, oh, I'm just doing this joke, and I'm slowly piece by piece, and like, oh, this is the thing to like to end it on. Absolutely. Oh, and yeah. also, I think what a lot of people don't realize is from any creative field, not just stand up. I'm talking about people that watch not like comics. You like watch a special, mm-hmm. that's what we're talking about, and you're like, oh my God, all this stuff is so good. It's like boom, 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 boom. It's like, that took five years. Like that's yeah. not, yeah. that's heard, not yeah. that they got up and like, I'm just gonna do an hour. And it's like, no, yeah. no, no, that is work. I heard um, Tom Segura mm-hmm. runs his special 100 times before he. Oh yeah, yeah, I believe it. Can- I just try to get stage time. Oh, How do you run yeah, your special a yeah, hundred yeah. times I mean, if you're just doing eight few, minutes? Very few people can run their a specials a hundred mm-hmm. times, right? But I mean, he's at that level. Yeah. Uh, Adam Muller, who just put out a special about last year, who's a good friend of mine from New York. He's a uh, New York comedian. I think he ran a special maybe 65 times before mm, get he it. did it. All around oh, the just t- like, I mean, I think 65 in terms, I think that was the number that he mentioned because we were on the podcast with him a couple weeks ago and I was like oh my god I should go through that 65 times I was just super jealous I was yeah. like oh my god do it like oh. what kind of stage time where are you getting it. that kind of thing but I love doing an hour awesome. two times in one night I've never been happier every time oh I get to god, do yes. that I yeah. feel like I learn I get some more tags I get, oh my god yes I figure out what's not related to everybody is like that's a workout. Oh, I love that it. That is a workout. Oh, you but, sweat through your dress but for also sure. Like, I don't know, but you have if you're wearing dresses when you are on stage. <laughs> yeah. But it's worth it. It's so good. Yeah. And I've watched people like do hours and it's like there's a rhythm to doing mm-hmm. an hour. And I know people who've done hours and they'll slow down like right around that check drop time. And I'm like, why'd you do that? But I realize it's because at a club, yeah. no one's paying attention when the check drops. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Ali Sadiq does this thing where he literally work. shifts into one-liners. He's a storyteller, like one of the mm-hmm. best storytellers of all time. He's got this uh, special out called Domino Effect, which is amazing. But at check drop, he switches to one-liners for 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as the checks are all picked up, goes right back into like the his closing set. And then he has a closing bit. I was like, oh my. I, I, was, I saw that. I was like... Absolutely magical. Mind you, Ali Sadiq, I'm gonna give him some more props. Also, when he does weekends, six different sets. Now, Whoa, this wild. is what I'm talking about. This is what, that's, that's what wild. I want. Six, I've heard of two. Um, Chad Daniels just recorded two different specials the same night. One was the like the first show, one was the second show. That's insane. I love that energy yeah. because you, yeah. then you're you never yeah. get bored of the jokes. Oh my god! You have all these different yeah. stories. I you're literally telling. I saw him three times during that weekend. This was a weekend at the Punchline, and I think literally he used five minutes of the same material throughout the whole weekend. Was there it was only opener? five minutes. That is crazy. No, it was just like it was just like this. Uh, actually, it was his check drop set. Ooh, was all the same because it doesn't matter. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was all the same, and it was just like these silly little mm-hmm. one-liners that he had. And those were the only things that were the same. Yeah, that's amazing. And everything else, new stuff the yeah, entire yeah. time. That person was on stage a lot, and I like I love on, that idea. I mean, and he was, and he it wasn't like B material. He was killing them with the 
hits. Like, it was setups have the jokes. I mean, and it the was it was amazing to watch. Yeah, and that's that's how nerdy I get about. So I like going to the. What's his special I can watch? Domino Effect. Okay, it is so. I gotta check that. out. I haven't good. heard of him at all, but I got. I believe. Out. He is the best storytelling comedian. Where can I watch this? On the sofa on or Netflix. in the airplane? Sorry, okay. <laughs> on, uh, not Netflix, on YouTube. Naked in bed. That was yeah. the answer and you answered yes, it wrong. on YouTube. I do know for a lot of uh, traveling, because I used to run like a showcase up in Chattanooga. It was mm -hmm. really small. I got a lot of like bigger names because I'm like, yeah. I can't really give that much. I can give like $200 on Tuesday. They're like, I don't give a shit. Can I do an hour? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, do you want to do an hour? They're like, yeah, yeah. I just need to work it out. Mm -hmm. yeah. So that is well, especially like, you they know, want the time. Bigger people, you can get you can get that. But like, you know, newer upcoming comics, uh, always go to if you see like and you got like a little hometown comic scene and you see a yeah. big name coming into like a small bar, go there because they're just workshopping an album. Like you're gonna see what they're gonna be putting out in like six to twelve months. I and then saw yeah. uh Oh my god, what's the name? I forget his name. Uh John Mullaney. Pale white dude. Well, you gotta be very oh, more specific. Jim Gaffigan. Yep. Carol, Carol. Wow. We spent a lot of time together in Las I was about Vegas. To say, I was just like, pale white dude is just like cool. So we've Yo. narrowed it down to seventy percent of white comics. Yoshi walked into my home tonight, and I looked at him. I'm like, "You're hungry, aren't you?" Yes. <laughs> you can just tell. And you were like. like I am hungry. I'm so hungry. So yeah. we fed you. I had a busy day and I was picking up my kids and all this kinds of stuff. And yeah, I was hungry. So yeah, I saw Jim Gaffigan. Uh, I was in New York for work one time and he went up. I was supposed to go up that night and I just got like a, like a, like a guest spot. He went up and did 35 minutes on horseshoes. Jesus Christmas. <laughs> and when I tell you, I've never been fascinated by horseshoes ever. <laughs> but he crushed with 35 minutes on horseshoes. And then the horseshoes special made it into the, the special into this horse the into horse bit the, that's the horse so long that's in this so long in the special in the he special. calls it out he's like yes i'm still talking about horses. yeah it's <laughs> but it's hilarious and i'm like oh my yeah. i mean and that was like the magic of watching somebody work something mm -hmm. out and then realize oh my god like they have to work all the stuff out to get to that final version i uh was like when i was breaking down jim gaffigan and why he's funny because mm -hmm. i am jealous of any clean comic uh because i have a problem uh <laughs> but so he has a voice and then he has his his voices he does so yes. he'll do a, a setup mm -hmm. and then he'll do the punchline in all these voices and i'm like well i don't do voices so i guess i have to be dirty <laughs> Did you just say you don't do voices? I guess I do do voices. <laughs> you just gotta get more comfortable with yourself. Who, me? <laughs> I think, yeah, you, you just, yeah, just, oh, yeah. But I heard you when he first voices. started out, because I think he, he started out with Bill Burr and everybody, mm -hmm. like he started out with that gang. And he, I guess, when he was doing like the person in the audience voice, which was on his first album, it was most of his yeah. first album. I guess like for a long time, audiences were like, "Oh, he's having a psychotic break. <laughs> like he was not, he was bombing hardcore, and they were like, he's That's not, how you know it's good.' He's not gonna make it. That's how you know <laughs> like it's his good. Friends were like, uh oh, this I guy. I love watching people yeah. that you don't think are gonna make yeah, it. Yeah, they're like, I hope, yeah. I hope, hope someone gives this man oh some opportunities. Mm -hmm. No one's gonna know the name Jim Gaffigan <laughs> in right. five years. I was so manic when I started on stage. I'm like, there's a lot of yelling inside my head, so I'm gonna yell on stage, and it, it takes, was too much. It also, it takes a long time to like find your rhythm and your voice like on stage i was i remember i did it for like three or four years and then i did like a week and a half long tour mm -hmm. and i came back and people were like how was the tour and i was like i think i hate all my jokes yeah, yeah. Ooh, well jen yeah. oh gosh what's, who's jen from 
uh, Asheville area, and she's a, a, a headliner. She's oh, a lesbian. Uh, um, uh, Kirkman? N- no. no. She just headlined just in Charleston. Her. I just saw her name. Yeah. Um, this isn't is fun. We're, so, we're both old together. Uh, we're going to get it. And she told me, I was asking her, how do you make it work? How do you do this? And she said, you just keep doing it until you're sick of all your jokes. I'm like, got it. Yeah. <laughs> That's honestly true. It's so true. Yeah, yeah. Very true. Yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. I believe it. I mean, and here's the thing. Like, I, I also think there's never... I believe that there's never a reason to retire your jokes. They came from your head. Snyder, Jen there's, Snyder. There's, uh, some, yeah, yeah, yeah. there's some reason that you said it. There's it's a just a matter that like, you, maybe you're just not ready to tell it yet. I remember writing jokes when I was early on that were like super controversial or like a little bit like naughty. And then I try them and they were terrible and they bombed. And then, like years later, I tried them again when I was better at comedy, mm-hmm. yeah. and they worked. Yeah, and uh, I was like, "Oh, okay." Damon, Maybe I just Damon wasn't ready. told me never throw a joke away; put it on a shelf. Yeah, I'm like, "Where do you have a shelf? Have to put, <laughs> is that the cloud? Oh God, where do you write them all down? How do you remember? Where do them? you write your? Jokes? I can't even remember Jen Snyder's name, and I think she's one of the best comedians I've ever seen. So, where do you write your jokes? Like, how do you keep notes of all your jokes? Okay, I'm, I'm nerdy about that. Like, how? Um, you ready for oh, we're seeing we're seeing real time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is my receipt. So, I I have um, paper. <laughs> I have I have writing it down on cardstock in my purse uh-huh. or in the back of old. Um, yeah. I keep all my jokes like on one piece of paper uh-huh. like this, and then I I print this out and I take it to all my sets on the back. I try to write new jokes, and then I put those. I write them up into a, a um, the joke library, <laughs> which is um, nicknamed New York style. Uh huh. Because I'm trying to be less wordy and more dr- joke driven, like m- more punchlines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I print it out. And then I take this on the airplane because then I can write on this on the airplane and make notes. Um, this is an old one. I'm yeah, keeping yeah. just in case um, all <laughs> everything burns down any, everywhere yeah. and I need to have an old copy. That's perfect. That's perfect. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I keep, I do lots of paper, but then most of it is organized in my phone. So I That means you know how to Google shit. Yeah, I can't yeah, I remember to what to stuff, Google. Mostly because I'm one of those people that doesn't delete anything. So I'm kind of like a digital hoarder, mm-hmm. so I can find all the old jokes. Because you have to know what to search for. But I know what to. But I know what to search. I for. I didn't know how to search in a document until last year. Mine is all on Evernote. Joel's <laughs> so laughing. I, I'm, I'm not laughing at the ineptitude. I'm laughing that you have like three of the biggest tech nerds ever. I know. In this yeah. house, they taught and then, me. Yeah, and then they're just like, "Mom, please." Yeah. <laughs> Do you see the thing that looks like an hourglass? You're like, what? It's a game changer. I, I, thought, that was a, <laughs> so funny. I thought that was a circle with a line. That's so funny. It's a new day since I learned how to search in a Google Doc. <laughs> yeah. So mine are organized. Uh, I organize oh, yeah. it by um, by year. Okay. And yeah. what I do is every, oh, that's interesting. every year I write uh, new setup, new punchline. So it's like 2023, new setup, new punchlines. And then I write everything that comes to my mind for that year, no matter what it is. And then I date that. Mm-hmm. Joke. Okay. And then Very chronological. Chron- chronologically. So when I think of it, so like I'll I'll pull one up real quick of just like just so as of I think the last thing I wrote was a couple days ago. It was about um pornographic porcupines. I like alliteration. <laughs> oh yeah. It's about how to how to, 
that I have the same chance of like predicting sex with my wife as like people who believe in astrological signs. Like, <laughs> Well, she's a corp Capricorn. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, that means tonight she's uh, growing horns. I was like, pretty much, uh, it's not going to happen she's whether, ram me. whether yeah. Mercury's in retrograde, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mars, Venus, and Jupiter oh. are in like some, you know what? My husband, some type of thing. Like, my husband I have has no an app for idea. you, actually. I have no idea, right? But, you, do you chart her, her, her cycle? What'd you say? Do I chart her cycle? Yeah. I do not chart oh, her cycle. Oh, that's a game changer. Oh, that's a game changer? Okay. Yeah. My husband's like, you're going to be horny this... in 45 minutes, and he's not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty solid. I need to figure yeah. that out. But yeah, so I chart basically, not chart. <laughs> now I'm thinking about charting yeah, yeah, my yeah. wife's. <laughs> and you're so, like, honey, what were your last three cycles? <laughs> okay, good, 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 good. So I write everything by the date, put it all down, and then if something's... And then this is where I work my open mic sets. And then when I goes to final version, I have a final version of those jokes. Mm. Of those jokes. But this is all the ideas. And then the final version makes it into the final set. And then when I organize my 45 or my 35 we'll or my 20, the, the I go to the final version and I say, okay, here's the thing that I'm going to do mm -hmm. um, for this set. So I have clean stuff. And like my material is probably. 85% clean, mm -hmm. um, but that's about 55 minutes of material. And I'm very conscious of how many minutes I actually have because I can probably do five to 10 minutes of crowd work that can sort of fluff the time. But I'm very conscious. I've got literally 45 minutes of clean material mm -hmm. and about 58 minutes of not clean material. That's a lot. And like, I just know what I have and I don't try to like book Expand. anything no, yeah, more than that. I was like, your, I, your if someone mm -hmm. asked me like, do you have an hour of clean? I was like, I do not have an hour. Not, yeah. You're like, I, I can I can vamp for a little yeah. bit of mm -hmm. it. Like, yeah, I was like, I just, yeah. I just don't, because at this stage, I don't want to try to even go is, into it. So, okay, I, this is a question I have. Um, okay, and then I want to tell you how I organize yeah, mine. Yeah. Um, but like, there's a part of me that really wants to be like a Jim Gaffigan and Nate Bergazzi and make something that everyone can laugh at. Mm -hmm. And then there's my brain, which yeah. only laughs at dirty stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> and that's what's real to me. And that's what me and my friends laugh at. And so like I do work like my goal is always writing clean material. For and sure. I do that. And then slowly over time, as I'm performing this material and I'm on stage in a loose environment and I start ad-libbing, it turns dirty. <laughs> For sure. So I, I say like just I, I would say as a comedian, you have to kind of know how to do a little bit of both. Like, to get booked. To get booked. Yeah. But I also say sometimes you just have to make fun and have jokes about very mundane things. Mm -hmm. And the, real, the, the reason I realized this when I started doing more corporate gigs, like I'll have a joke about Spirit Airlines that I wrote like years ago, but it works. Yeah. It's about, yeah. But it's because everyone can relate to that. Not that you need to write and You can jokes laugh at it at work. You can laugh at it at work and no one's going to like crush you for it. There's no dirtiness to it. Everyone sort of relates to it. I've got jokes about traffic. I've got jokes about family dynamics. I've got jokes about grandparents, of just things that I know that everyone laughs at. So sports. Uh, family, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's just certain topics that everyone will laugh at, and so I think it's important to at least have something if you want to do like clean corporatey stuff. Yeah. But I don't think you have to do clean corporatey stuff to be successful at comedy. Caitlin Palufo came on the podcast, and yeah. she told me um, for her it it was important I for her to I be honest. That. Yeah, 
to find the people out there in the who world mess with her stuff. who who, who jive yeah. with her material. Yeah, but yeah. at the same time, you've got to support a family. So you do you <laughs> porn yourself out, young man. You bend over that corporate yeah. barrel and you take it. I mean, it. but here's the thing: like, I like doing corporate stuff. Um, I enjoy, like I don't mind doing corporate stuff. Now, do I prefer that my materials? Not necessarily. Mainly because like. I just want to perform in front of as many people as possible. And I also can tell in a crowd, like since I've been producing, I can tell if someone's like, oh, we want uh, dirty material. Yeah. And then I see yeah. the crowd. I'm like, no, you Thank don't. You. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you absolutely do not want to. Yeah, learning dirty how to material. read your crowd is really a big part of oh it. Oh my too. God. It's so huge. And what you re realize is that the people who wanted dirty material is probably just one person, but they don't know their room. And yeah. they just think that, oh, yeah, yeah, I like dirty comedy. Everyone should like it. Everyone should like That's it. That's the most interesting thing about comedy. It's yeah. so personal. And people it's think so what they personal. think is funny, everyone yeah, it's, should think it's, it's funny. And that's Absolutely. Like, that's and so I but I, what I've recognized, though, is like if you do clean up top and you, you can actually yeah. get a pass to do dirty. To do dirty. And it's mm -hmm. actually. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, people yeah, are yeah. just like, oh. Ooh. You're hilarious. Yeah, you're I'm already on your it. side. You're easing into it. That's why so I like was... a longer set. <laughs> I... <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, are we talking about comedy? Okay. No. <laughs> no, that's we what are it, not. it was like I was saying before, though, like finding your voice and like uh, the person that said, like, you, you just go till you hate your joke. It really is true, though, because it's about like finding your comfort level on stage, yeah. finding what the flow is and stuff like that. And then also you're saying, like, do you want to do personal jokes? Do you want to do that? But I really do think it's just the biggest thing. Of, it's not just like it is good to be like, oh, I like these comics. These are the people I want to kind of emulate and like go off of. But I do think like what how are you going to be the best version of your stage persona and have the best flow of your jokes? Is it, absolutely. Is it shock? Is it like machine gun jokes? Is it For like sure. long storytelling? Yeah. And I think as when you start comedy and when you're continuing comedy, you're also finding yourself and finding like what kind of stuff that you do that you actually resonate with. I've figured out like not that it's like 100% that people in the suburbs, HOAs, suburban moms, people with money resonate with my material. I destroy at country clubs. Mm -hmm. I do really well yeah. at country yeah. clubs. Anything with the HOA, I destroy it. Yeah, you have a warm energy too. Yeah, you are a lovely, joyful you. person, and you attract that. light. Yeah. So I think what it is is I have found my audience. And I remember Vanessa Fraction, who's a comedian here in Atlanta, told me a long time ago. I did her room. She was like, "Find your audience and then mm -hmm. feed them." Oh, feed them. But not after midnight because they turn into gremlins. <laughs> That's too much alcohol or for you, Karen. Before the podcast, that yeah, way yeah, they yeah. Don't, they're not hangry. Yes, but yeah, but I think it's like it takes a while, just like Caitlin said, right? It's you know once you find your audience, now you can just you can do whatever you want because you found it, yeah. which is what every comedian well, the, wants. And then people are like, oh, but now I'm worried. I'm not going to become. I'm not going to be a good comic anymore because they're yeah. laughing at everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I did a room full of people who are my total peers in, in Washington D.C. And they laughed. I brought out all the old jokes mm -hmm. that I have, I love. So talk about joke organization yeah. that I'd taken out of my sets because not everyone knows about mm -hmm. um, the amendments to the Constitution <laughs> and prohibition. A lot of, lot of people really want to hear it. This is the thing. You're, you're wrong, Amy. Everybody's just, just like I mean, biting at the bit for yeah. more amendments. I mean, amendment if you jokes. search Bill of Rights yeah, yeah. comedy, <laughs> I, yeah. Amy Brown. I yeah, there deep, we go. I bet deep into the nerd. Yeah. <laughs> Bill O'Reilly, no, no. Um, Not it, Bill O'Reilly, Bill of Rights. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. 
Yeah, Bill O'Reilly's a very... Uh, Amy's like, anyways, I'm going to do uh, only right-leaning conservative rooms. Right, yeah. right in the center I found of my people. Oh, my gosh. No, no, no. It was just nerd yeah. history jokes. Of course. And then I did some like rich white people jokes. I killed all the jokes that I had taken out of my yeah. set one by one mm -hmm. at every brewery, mm -hmm. at every little like t dime store, coffee shop where people are like, what? Yeah. Uh -huh. And I did it there. And I don't know if it was because it was the people who are living in Washington, D.C. Yeah. So like they're most of them are lawyers that mm -hmm. they were having a good time or it's because they liked me. And I kept saying, like, you guys have to stop laughing at these jokes because you're just going to encourage me to put them for back in my set. Sure. And they're not yeah. in there for a reason. Yeah. Just for I you crazy motherfuckers. I know I keep doing this. I've been doing this the whole episode where I'll just drop a name. But Ishmael Lutfi. Oh, Ishmael's great. Hilarious. I love Ishmael. Mm -hmm. I remember when I now. started, uh, he told me uh, when he organizing a set, he was just like, dude, just like make sure you know your opener and your closer and then play with the middle. So when I do like 20 minute sets, I don't have a set list. I just you can pivot. know the opener, know the closer, and I just pivot based on the, the list of stuff to. that I have and what they're reacting to. So I actually don't go into most like anything below 25 minutes. Yeah. I don't have a set list. I just know what I'm going to open with yeah. and what I'm going to close with. That makes it more fun too because otherwise we get bored. And you Way can tell, more fun. Like we just yeah, kind of yeah. leave our bodies. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. think when you're first starting out, you have to know your set list and know your your best jokes and go out and prove yourself and then you For can sure. get loose. And then also like, it also leaves you room to like find new stuff. Mm -hmm. I'm always, mm -hmm. I enjoy doing that, which is something I never did like first couple of years. I never wrote on stage, but I've been- It's terrifying. It's terrifying just to like say a premise and then see where it goes, where you're just talking and then figure it out. Uh, but yeah, now I'm yeah. like, oh, yeah, is, we're it, gonna find something it's, here. It, it's funny what you're talking about though, Amy, with like doing stuff for your friends, because um, there's a comic in town, Ryan Darling, he's from Chattanooga, uh, where, where I'm also from. And we're also talking about like Nate Bargatsky and uh, there's a comic, Louis Katz. So I ran open mics for years. My friend Ryan was like, oh, I wanna start doing stand up." So the first like two to three sets you do are uh, a curse because mm -hmm. you're the funny friend for years. Everyone always tells you, you gotta do stand up, you gotta do shows. So, like, you get a bunch of people, like, I gotta come see you. Yep. And then after three to three shows, even just, oh, my, that stops. They and stops. so you get, you get false confidence. Mm -hmm. Yep. And then you bomb because you're like, hey, that very yeah. specific joke to me didn't hit. So, I remember Ryan started, uh, and I, Ryan's very funny. He's gotten very good. But Ryan started to, like, one or two shows. He's like, I really wanna do this. Like, he was like, I love the shows you put on. Yeah. Let me be like your go to guy. Let me, I wanna start. I was like, okay, cool. You're gonna do five minutes. And then both Nate Bargatze and Louis Katz, this was like years ago. Yeah. We're like doing a co headlining tour. And they're at the show. I was like, you're gonna do five minutes after my host set. He was like, oh, I'm not ready. I'm gonna bomb. I was like, yes, you are. <laughs> I was like, and I'm not, not in a rude way, but yes, you are gonna bomb. But here's the thing. If you, when you bomb in front of that stacked room, yeah. if you come to me the next day and say, no, I want to do this, fuck yeah, I will help you out. Yeah. We will work together. <laughs> because that's what a lot of, like, you do the first couple of sets, you're like, oh, my friends came, it was great. And then do a couple without, and you're like, oh, this sucks. And then, because you get the bug. And he was you like, get the bug. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I mean, you, yeah. you ate shit last night in front of yeah. like 80 people, and then you saw everyone else kill. Do you yep. still want to yeah. do this? He was like, yeah, 100%. I was like, great, man, yeah. let's, let's start yeah, yeah. doing let's it. Do it. And I think that's the key to stand up is, at first, you bomb a lot, and then you stop bombing. 
Oh, that's nice. I, I still have a bomb every <laughs> once in a while. And you're like, and let me look at the calendar. Sometimes, when yeah, do yeah. I? Yeah. But like, yeah. you stop bombing in, I would say, on a regular, consistent oh, yeah. basis. No, it's, right? Uh, every it comes once out of the blue now. No, 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 no. Oh, Com- God damn it. Oh, oh, my God. Comedy is such a humble bitch. Like, it will humble you <laughs> real quick. Mm-hmm. Even yeah. at your highest moment, be like, you know something? You're not as hot as yeah. you thought you were. And it's yeah. I, that's why it's very subjective, too. Like, if you, if, if you yeah. depending on what kind of performer you are and what performer you're following, there's some, like, some styles of comedy just cannot follow others. Like, oh, a yeah. big personality with a lot of crowd work. Oh, good luck getting the audience. So, like, <laughs> let's settle into this one woman show afterwards. Mm-mm, no, no. <laughs> yeah. And it's. <laughs> well yeah you were there <laughs> a specific a specific night is being referenced right now <laughs> and i knew it was gonna go like that and i should have said something well yeah let me ask you this yeah, yeah, yeah. when did it was you gonna go like that and i was like well let me try it let me see what happens sure. i'm like yep that's what i yeah. thought was gonna happen i do want i love how much comedy we're talking about and i'm not straying from it let no. me ask so how long have you done have you been doing stand-up you said eight years eight years, eight years yeah when did you like know that you wanted to start doing it you know what's weird is I saw a whole bunch of people who I watched do it early when I first like just started writing. Mm-hmm. So Clayton English, Rob Hayes, Brian, what's e- his name? Talking about Brian Eamon from Brian Eamon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jeff Foxworthy. No, we're talking about um, U- Greenspan. No, in uh, he's this, in Florida now. This is like old Atlanta people. Yeah, uh, that like are most of them are Justice? now. Mike Rowland. I saw. Uh, Shout, yeah. Have you seen this show? Uh, Animal Control is great on it. Oh, yes, yeah, he's so absolutely. good. I texted so, yeah, yeah. him, but we, so, like, we're I not saw really all friends. These, I saw all these people <laughs> so like, like do it. Yeah. And then like I started kind of like stalking them a little bit at these shows yeah. where I just wanted to watch the comedy and I wanted to watch them like work. Like even like David Perdue. Like I just wanted to watch them, David like, Perdue. Work, work, Jeez. Right? David Perdue was working with Mia Jackson when she was working on a, a, yeah. a, a joke. Also, this and is... she came into sh- uh, my show and yeah. then he was sitting in the audience and she finally got the punchline figured out. And she's like, yeah, David, that was it. Like during her set, yeah. she's like, that's also, the Also, Amy, punchline. you need to get David Perdue on here. It... Oh my gosh, yeah. yes. He's he's do, you know, do you know him well? I, I, I was going to say, I can hit him up for you too. I love I David yeah. Perdue. Yeah. I yeah. booked yeah. him a lot and I've bent his ear a lot. He's one of my favorite, like, Favorite comics and also that if you can like get advice from him on anything, it's, yes. it's sage. So David yes. Perdue and Damon Sumner both started out in preacher school. Mm-hmm. That's They're not like what it's friends. called. I did not know that. And that makes so, <laughs> so much seminary school. <laughs> seminary about. But school. that makes so much sense for both of them because they are controlling that room like it's Sunday. Yes. And, and they're both kind and the, like yes. they're helping the mm-hmm. younger generation. Yeah. Of, like, they're very um, patient. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And so that's how I started. Yeah, yeah, is yeah. I basically saw a whole bunch of people do it. Clayton English and Rob Hayes were, I'd say, the two that really like inspired me. I remember hearing a joke from Clayton English, and I thought it was the funniest thing I've ever heard in my life. I wrote three pages worth of jokes after I heard him. The inspiration. Yeah, for that real. was the inspiration. Yeah. And then I didn't perform that till like six months later. Mm-hmm. And then I took a class. I actually took a class from Joel. And then started performing. And then from there, I was like, oh. Yeah, Clayton English is great. <laughs> Let's oh, do this. This is what I'm worried about, yes. too, because the highs are so high in comedy. Like, having oh, yeah, people yeah. laugh at your jokes oh my God, is yes. the most amount of adrenaline you'll ever have. Yes. And then the fear sometimes before a set, we're like, I don't know this room. Am I going to do well? Am I going to let down the, the guy who booked or woman For who sure. booked me? Yeah. This is making my, my, my parents are in the audience. Like, Ooh, all of these kind of, like, I haven't, I haven't stress. Had that yet. And then, like, 
I wonder if it makes us all bipolar. <laughs> yeah. Like it's, I, yeah. It's no, I think much. it's just that a lot of uh, neurodivergent people tend to want to do creative stuff. And so there's just a lot of spicy brain people. Yeah. And For then sure. And then you're like, oh, dopamine. Dopamine. Yes. Dude, like the first night you did comedy, when did you fall asleep? Was it 5 a.m.? Because that's where I was just oh, in bed. Like, yeah, this is yeah, the yeah. best thing that's ever happened. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the first night was definitely like a super high. Yeah. And it was like. You took some, an, some edibles and you were able to fall asleep. I later. mean, I took. I don't know if I took edibles that night. Other nights I've taken edibles. But on that down. night. On that night, I didn't take any edibles. I was just like calm. Mm-hmm. But like inside was just like sparks. Ooh. Like just things were like. Ka-ka! Just, yeah, just like going yeah. and then like a week later I got super humbled at a show that Ben Palmer did at the hole in the wall which is uh, one of just the most humbling Buckhead? shows oh, that you can do I, I literally did that show and I had a five minute set that I just killed with for the previous week and then I went through that set in three minutes <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, yeah. Went inside my, my, went for inside right my car, balled up in a fetal position. Did you, can you cry? Stayed in the car for an hour and cried my eyes out. Good, I'm glad you can cry. No, no, no. I did cry. Good. I'm glad you can cry. Oh, yeah. yeah Otherwise, oh, yeah, you're going to yeah, punch sure. a window. Oh, yeah, yeah. Cried my <laughs> eyes out and then went home, like drove back home. And then literally, I woke up. I was like, let's do that again. And that's how I knew. I was yeah. like, yeah, yeah. That that's was, what I'm saying. Like, once you, once you, I, your first really big bomb. Yeah. If you yeah, just yeah, have yeah. everyone stare at you and you're like, oh, they hated me, and then mm-hmm. the next day you're like, all right, yeah, I'll do this more. Like mm-hmm. that's when you know you're like, oh no, I, I'm yeah. stuck. Yeah, yeah. And then and then yeah, and then you the good do parts more are shows. So good. The good parts are so good. Just to, like, to be yeah. ex- like, I, there's, I feel like it's a. I'm gonna be gross now. A kind of intimacy. Oh, now. <laughs> I like okay, how, I like, how I like your grossness is talking about intimacy and real feelings. Yes, yeah. we don't do that. <laughs> I'm from strong yeah. people in the north. Yeah. It was cold, and you don't have feelings because yeah. they'll freeze off. If you're if you have real feelings, you go ride your pony. In yeah. go ride your pony. <laughs> no, what, you cry in the barn. Yeah. Dude, there's a thing where you cry in the barn, or if you've um, not done well at the horse show, you go cry in the trailer. <laughs> so I'm happy that I make these jokes not knowing anything about your past, and then I'm right. <laughs> yes, you're right. I'm very. Where'd you grow up, Amy? I grew up on a like up in near Canada in New York, and okay. it sounds on like a, a horse farm, like on a farm. It sounds farm. She dirt road. Okay. She, oh, it wow. sounds like it was very fancy, but she always points out that actually just. It's not, and a lot of people just you don't really own a horse or a pony. They just decide to show up, and you take care of them. <laughs> oh, and really? Then, and then if they if you do a bad job, they rub you off. Um, oh wow! No, that sounded With, sexual. No, but it, isn't, <laughs> that, isn't that what you always? So ponies are nasty. They live a thousand years. Okay, and they if you try to ride a pony away from the barn. Uh-huh. And your child, they they weigh way more than you, and they'll be like, "If you're like you're a treat, and I'm the the kid." Yeah. The wipe the kid off on the tree and then gallop back to the barn. But she she always calls it rub. Oh. She's like, yeah, yeah the pony rubs you off. And then I'm just like, hey. <laughs> yeah, it sounds wow. a little sexual now. I, I yeah. hear it out loud. Very sexual. That's awesome. So I I actually wonder. Do you talk about that in your comedy? Like sort of the growing up, well, like the childhood stuff. I talk about. Um, I married my husband because I'm trying to breed the Mountain Dew out of my bloodlines. <laughs> 
That's so good. <laughs> Thank you. That's really And awesome. my son helped me write that joke. I'm yeah. like, what's white trash? And he said, Mountain Dew. I'm like, that's oh, it. Yeah, yeah. I've, got <laughs> a, I've got a Mountain Dew bit too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So That's awesome. I do talk about that. I'm tr- like my number one thing that had like the top of my writing pages yeah. right now is relatable. Like just make it. For sure. Everyone enjoys this. They don't have to know that prohibition uh, was one of the amendments and then women getting the vote was the next one. And yeah. the prohibition was repealed. <laughs> <laughs> Like well, that's what you got to do. They don't need cliff notes. You got, yeah. It's not that you have to do all relatable. It's that you have to find how to make your relatable material connect to these other things. Because that's what, especially like callbacks and shit. Like if you're like, mm. all right, here's some relatable stories. Here's me talking about prohibition. And then if you don't have everybody, <laughs> and then you find a way to connect that prohibition joke to the, like, my real life stories. That's mm-hmm. when people are like, oh, yeah. shit. Because yeah. like that's. Yeah. Yeah. People that's always want to feel smart. Yeah. My biggest uh, callback right now is boobies. <laughs> oh, yeah. My <laughs> biggest callback is poop. Yeah, pew, absolutely. Pew, pew, pew. Everyone yeah. has poop. Boobies and poop. Uh, look at us. That should be your we, comedy special. Boobies and poop. Boobies and poop. <laughs> um, I was doing to do a butt plugs and butterflies, but... I, That's my, cute too. Uh, if I, I never did a comedy late, special, but mine was bloomer. mine was going to be called this one time because uh, I was a storyteller comic, and it's just me telling about how uh, bad I was at living, and mm-hmm. I did a lot of dumb things. So like, I was always like, I'm the punchline, and one of my friends was like, yeah, all of your stories, uh, you're just like, oh yeah, in this one time, and they're like, Joel, you said that so calmly, and it was fucked up. No one has done that. Yeah. And then so I was like, well, that would be the name of my special is uh, this, this one, one time. time. This one time. Yeah, That's yeah. Cute. Mine's going to be called Poopademic. Oh, yeah. that's cute. That's a that's a fun one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It kind I, of sets I feel the like stage. I'm still recovering. So from the children, oh the raising God. of it the was children. So much. Dude. It was so much. And your many, kids are still how little. How many kids do you have? I have three kids. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. Yeah. And it was a lot. It was like I'm, yeah, wow. I'm, I'm the youngest yeah. of three boys. Three kids is too many. Oh. <laughs> well, we stopped at two, so maybe I was too good. It's too good. We stopped at two. I mean, yeah. I don't know. My parents weren't good at, at anything. <laughs> And so we just kind of ran wild, but I definitely like. Yeah, can you imagine if um, your father was Yoshi with comedy, but about parenting? Like mm. the child mm-hmm. poops. No, because I like Yoshi, so I can't imagine him being my father. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I just uh, when when I think about sort of just where comedy is going, it's feeling much more personal, right? Like I think because then people the can't mo- steal your jokes. Yeah, because then you can't. You're only coming from mm-hmm. a place that you know. And so, yeah, I kind of do the same thing where I remember, make it personal, make it something that you've actually feel to some degree whenever I write jokes. So nothing that I will ever tell on stage, very few things are just like about something that I haven't like experienced or have some kind of feeling about. I don't write about things that I don't have a thing. Oh my gosh, I have a new joke. I'm so embarrassed about it and I love it. It's not dirty or anything. It's just true. Mm -hmm. And Every time I say it, I feel like tears coming into my eyes and my like a reaction on stage is 100% authentic. Yes. I still feel that every time I'm getting goose pimples right now. And I'm like, I just love telling that joke so much. Yeah. It's funny and it's true and it's relatable and it's a callback. And I'm like, that's like the triple crown, but with four <laughs> fingers. I don't know what quadruple crown. <laughs> I love it so much. And then it's also like, the arc of a story and mm-hmm. as like a musical theater and mm-hmm. I love yeah, doing like, yeah. oh, we're just having fun. Oh, it gets dark. Oh, no, it's happening. And oh, yeah, she's yeah. getting dirty. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 Ebbs and flows are huge for it. Yeah. And I think it's also important, like probably the other thing I'm kind of nerdy about is like people going to therapy because I feel like therapy was one of those things that kind of saved me Aww. from a life perspective of yeah. just like 
realizing that I didn't have to figure things out on my own. So I always try to infuse some, I don't want to say like a lesson, but like some level I want people to leave after they watch me with like love. Like yeah. just leave like yeah. in a good, good, happy space, yes. even if it's a poop joke. I just want you to like smile afterwards. Yeah. After it's like over with that, like, oh my God, thank you if for they, that. For me, when they, the couple goes home, mm -hmm. if there's a couple, when they're brushing their teeth, they remember a joke because they yeah. see something and like a bra on the back yes. of a doorknob, which is one of my jokes. Yeah. Like there's something and they like yeah. laugh. And like, Haha. yeah, I love yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Don't oh. listen to Yoshi men out there. Lean into toxic masculinity. Die at 35. <laughs> Have a heart, have a heart attack, not because you're dying, New because podcast. you can never be happy. New podcast. No, that's that's very be, true. Rage though. until you die. Didn't we talk about putting a podcast together called White Men? Oh, did we? <laughs> yes. We were just gonna have a podcast. Me as the, a white man, I think the, I'm the, I'm able we're to the produce person that. who's not here. We just talk about. We just oh, talk about we just talk the patriarchy. Mm -hmm. Patriarchy. I don't know. My patriarchy. Patriarchy's paying my bills right now. I will. I will say. There's, there's, there's so many comics. We call him Papa. There's so many comics. Who are like I don't want to go to therapy because I won't be funny anymore. It's yeah, like yeah. no, you just don't want to do the work. Oh. You'll actually be so much funnier because oh yeah. When I was still doing stand up because I've been doing therapy for about like four or five years now and I was still mm -hmm. doing stand up, I would come up with bits during it and my my therapist knew me really well. I'm like okay. I don't. I mean, I don't mean. I need to write this down because yeah. you just gave me a breakthrough for a punchline. <laughs> right. Sure. Absolutely. But also, yeah. Go to therapy. Oh, I've done that too. Yes, uh, I think therapy. we should have universal health care and a lot of other things. But I also do Bam. think. I think everybody uh, should just get a stipend to do therapy every yes, week. I definitely think it should everybody. be free. It's a, a problem. Brains are a problem. And oh, people your need brains, the tools to work most, on. Most people's also, I know you're about to do the questions, but if you think that ther if therapy is always like, they're just going to tell you problems, no. All no. a therapist does is does active listening and asks you certain questions and you figure out your shit on your own. And oh. then you have to figure that out. So wow. that's, don't, just go to therapy. If yeah. you've ever thought about it, go to therapy. You guys should uh, see yeah. the I sassy like, And don't use better Joel help. Joel is sassifying. I just sassifying. love therapy. How and much I, champagne did you drink tonight? No, I'm just very. He's like a Karen. Yeah. I'm no, very. No, no, no. I'm there like, with you. Like I was, I just was, very, you know, had a lot of things like bottled away. I've been doing it for years. And it's just one of the things of being like, I am just so much happier every single day and also better at every single thing I do. Like day-to-day -day task, being funny, yes. being a better partner. Like mm -hmm. therapy is good. It's, it's a lot of work. Good. And some days you'll go to therapy and then you'll be like, I can't do anything for the rest of the day except for cry and eat donuts. And you're like, hey. Yeah. Fuck yeah, do You're that. processing yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah. It's, processing. it's a good yeah. bird's eye view mm -hmm. and it's a tool they give you a toolbox to handle what's Her to stuff. understand your partner, understand people's like yes. how they're reacting in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then also to release all the trauma you mm -hmm. whatever because growing up is literally just one drama after another because you just embarrass yourself <laughs> or mess up yeah. your entire life until yep. you figure out stuff and or run out of fucks to give so like, yep. yeah because I, I love your... this episode's explicit put that yeah, on yeah. the thing i love yeah, your, yeah, yeah. your joke about therapy and your husband i think is absolutely hilarious oh the marriage counselor i think it's so yes. funny because i think people like truly relate to it like yeah. yeah you're like in couples therapy and all of a sudden you're like oh that one's on me <laughs> that one's on me right a lot yeah. of it too like uh Sorry, I'm not going to go into my set, but a lot of my a lot of my sets comes from what the therapist taught me, and I'm like, y'all know this, blah blah blah. <laughs> Processing your emotions. Okay. Real quick, I'm going to tell you how I or how I organize my jokes in case people are. I think this is going to be an all jokes. Thing. Yeah, I can't absolutely. Believe it's been, Let's do it. Uh, it's been 50, great. Fifty three minutes already. Oh, I feel like we've been here for it. five minutes. Oh my god, talk, yes. You and I could talk about this we, for hours. We kind of do. <laughs> 
we nerd out together. I don't even, should I even ask the questions? Because none of these are kind of, okay. I feel like I should write comedy specific ones. No, just no still they ask don't have them. to be. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Um, but for me, I do the, my jokes. I get it. You have a PhD? No, I said ADHD. Oh, Different okay. than a PhD. Oh, you okay. got dyslexia and ADHD? <laughs> yeah. Pew, pew, pew. pew, pew, pew. <laughs> my guy. <laughs> <laughs> She's so giggly, I love it. When, okay, real quick, when we're at the World Series of Comedy in Las Vegas, mm-hmm. I we, you go for the whole week. I went for the whole week last yeah. year. And you and I, when we were not on the show, we sat in the front row, if, yeah. especially if they're like, well, if we sat in the back mostly, but if there was not enough people at a show, we would sit in the front yep. row and we would laugh yes. so hard. Yeah, yeah. and so hard. that was us like enjoying the Enjoying comedy. the comedy. Like we weren't it, going we were as comedians, we were just going comics. as like fans, just yeah. being like, let's mm-hmm. watch funny. And they were hilarious. Hilarious. And then you're so tall and kind. You sit in the front row like this. Yeah, yeah. I duck down down so people. Real down and low. And then you get to my size. (laughs) And then we're in the giggle zone. (laughs) It is the best. (laughs) We have a good time when we are together. This is why, like, just staying home and watching TV at night is not the same thing as going out and seeing live comedy. Oh like, God, a belly giggle with a group of people. Oh, there's nothing better. Belly giggle. A belly mm, giggle. That's a good comedy special. Name. Oh. Oh, that is. Yeah. Oh, you know, um, Pete Lee keeps having these really adorable names for all of his tours. I'm like, God damn it. That was perfect. Like, Snuggle Storm, Giggle Fest. I'm like, these are all my favorite words. Stop. But that's he's a funny. clean comic. And I'm not. Um. So, oh, first I want to tell you how I organize my jokes. Yeah. Because doing it chronologically would mm-hmm. kill me. So you have to be like, in 1995, I thought about butt jokes? No, 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 no. Not chronologically as in when I thought about them. Just when you Chronologically them. when I write them down. So you I You said chronologically twice and I'm still I? lost. Oh my God. So basically if I write a joke today, yes. I will put the today's date and then write the joke. Like okay. the idea. And then when I go back... I look at, so when I'm doing my open mics, I go back and I look at the jokes that I have for the week. And I say, I'm going to try and work on these jokes this week to try to get to something final that I can either put in a special or add to another bit. It's just more that I know that if it's been too long since I haven't thought of anything, then I will force myself to try to write something for that day. I'll go find a word and I'll just write a joke out of just thin air just to try to get, get the in muscle the rhythm going of actually this, doing jokes for me feels like you are doing like the apple watch method of comedy where it's like get up right now go stand up to You've some been degree too long. yeah to some degree I, to some degree i will i know when i haven't been on stage mm-hmm. in a while oh, or when sure. when comedy I hasn't actually fulfilled me and at that yeah. moment i'm like here's the thing my wife would be like, hey, I'm going to need you to get out because you haven't been funny this week. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, And oh. I know because she yeah. knows that yeah. I need that, right? The same way people need therapy or the same way people like need an escape. A workout. I need comedy need to be like that thing. My husband so can tell I'm too for me. So I'm not an a-hole at the house. Yeah. Also, right? th- I think a good rule of thumb too. Obviously, like when you first start, you you just you can run the same set. You're just trying to get comfortable on stage. For sure. But when you're doing it long enough, I used to have this rule of open mics. If we, uh, the open mic that I started, after a while, we got a good crowd. But for a while, there's like, we'd be like there's no audience. Mm-hmm. And I would be like, great. Uh, let's just not do the show and let's just go chill on the back porch and like drink and hang out. And people are like, well, I want to do the show. And I would look at everyone like do any of you actually have a new joke 
or a new tag. And I swear to God, if you lie to me and I hear it, because I know all of your sets, because we're together every week, I will f- just berate you. <laughs> I was like, because I'm because every time I'm like, or we can go out back and yeah. fucking chill together and be funny in a group. <laughs> and I guarantee one of us is going to get a joke. But if, if you're just doing the same For set, sure. and every time, like not every time, but like half the time people are like, all right, yeah, let's just go up there. Like, <laughs> yeah. So like, yeah, it's just it is it's not like an Apple Watch. You gotta find like the regiment. Yeah, yeah. I that's mean, and I'm not you. and I'm not regimented. So I don't write every day. I write when I'm inspired, but I'm inspired a lot. Yeah, so yeah. I just find moments by which yeah. I'm inspired, or like if I see something, is this something? I'll is write that something? It down. Is this something? Yeah, yeah. Is, is that, that something? something? Is something? Or just like, and also like, my mind works in a very comedic way. So uh, like, when I walked in your house, like, and the black dog came, I was like, all right a black dog that didn't like bark at me. That means <laughs> in Buckhead too. That means that means this black dog, I'm not even this black dog. That means this dog has been around black people, which mm. made me even more excited. Ooh. So like that's like I keep I'd them like... in the other room. <laughs> what was that? Hilarious! <laughs> he made me. I had oh, to make no, a joke. It. He sat it up. I had to make a joke fun. about no, it. We, I had we, to do the rich bitch yeah. white lady joke. No, we joke keep her in the other room because he's a lovely, but and I say this with love of all dogs, just uh, a big old dumb idiot. They'll just like, hey, hey, <laughs> yeah, hey, can I, yeah. can I bump into everything? Yeah, he's, that's bless funny. his heart. He's yeah. uh, autistic. <laughs> the dog, is. perfect dog. He, yeah, he's a single-minded. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But he's, I mean, I, we, yeah. I'm just no, like, no, but just like, but like that mm. was the inspiration when I came in. I was like, oh, mm. that was kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Like, because usually when I go to anybody's house, the a dog barking. comes up, the dog automatically barks. If you're wearing a hat too, that's scary. Oh, really? Yeah, they, a lot of dogs don't like hats. I had no idea. Ah. Oh my God, I'm not around a lot of people. There's a really good, I think you should leave sketch about that. My really? dog doesn't like the um red, the orange um vests that like people wear when in the street cuz Yeah, like a construction vest. I think yeah, I don't know why. That's so fascinating. I had no idea. I mean, can they see it? Aren't they colorblind? I, they they well, like I mean, if they see shades of gray or something. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. So what does orange look like to a dog? Bright gray. <laughs> Bright, Bright gray. gray. Bright gray. Maybe it's also, like you know, vests. it's not a common color you see around a house. That's true. That's true. Yeah. As an interior designer, how much of your house is is, is like reflective orange? Hmm. Not a lot. Only the hazard signs in the bedroom. <laughs> yeah. Because we put I, a cone we, out. We put a cone <laughs> outside of the bedroom to let the kids around. know. No rubbernecking. Yeah. I don't care no about. Your, I don't care about your nightmare, mommy there's and dad land, are busy. There's a landing strip on the floor and a landing strip somewhere the, else. I'm we have kidding. the police. <laughs> <laughs> police don't cross tape that we put across the door at night so our teenage son doesn't why, is that knock why, on the door anymore is that why you ask people if they uh have ever used a ham radio because that's part of your husband's foreplay where he's just kind of like we're coming in you're like and you're just having to do like the, they're like no no we got some precipitation breaker breaker yeah, uh, no, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. no ham radio is morse code is not who knows who knows anything comics don't have to know things to riff I do, I do. I'm, my, you're, you're giving away the clues for the, the, je, the questions. My, my other podcast I do with a comic named Paul Byron who knows too much for his own good. And the he's other day. He's so smart, too. He's, he's too smart. Too uh, smart. The other day we were recording <laughs> together and he said something. He was just like, I just need you to know basic facts. I was like, Paul, I can know basic facts or I can riff bullshit out of nowhere. I can't do both. Which one do you want from me right now? I have the same conversation with my husband every morning. Yeah. <laughs> yes. When he's reading, Absolutely. he reads the paper. Oh yeah, let's do these. Let's rapid fire these. First of all, I just want to say, like, 
for anyone out there who might tune into this, because Yoshi, you do a bunch with comedians, helping mm -hmm. comedians write, blah, blah, blah. Yes. I do my jokes based on topic. Okay. And I just have it bold. Mm-hmm. If it's working and small and not bold, if it's not, and but I keep all of those ideas just like ting, 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 at the bottom. It just is like moves up to the top because as I get to become a better comic, yeah, and or callbacks from earlier things, some of those old jokes might actually make sense again. And then you capitalize them, and then they get bolded. Nice. And if they're oh, they get bolded. Yeah, yeah. Very new. <clears throat> they get um, colored in green because mm. like spring green, new growth. I love that. I love the fact that it feels like you're taking like your interior design <laughs> world into your comedy world. You're like, okay, this would go well with this color <laughs> and this would go well with this joke. Uh, that's cool. It's that's thematic. cool. I think everyone has to have some kind of rhythm. Like, uh, I feel like I've been dropping names all yeah, this entire thing. Eric Dallas, who's absolutely yes, hilarious. Very, very funny. Uh, he has a method where he literally writes everything into an Excel sheet and he practices before any set, I think he says 25 times, practices it against the wall oh, before yeah. he goes up any single time and he knows every single word that's going to yes. come out of his mouth word for word for the entire mm. thing, yeah. no matter what oh, happens. Even if it's like a, and he knows how long each one is yeah. to the second and all the timing between the jokes and mm -hmm. where the laugh should be, all that stuff, right? And I don't do that. But there's been periods in my comedy career where I will get super anal and actually do something very like, like detailed like that. And it's actually been amazing to mm. try something completely different that my brain just doesn't do. My brain is not that, or I've got ADHD. I'm yeah. like, I, I'm a creative, like I think in a lot of different kind of ways, but I can also be hyper focused on like certain tasks when I really when want you're to passionate about and it. when I'm passionate yeah. about it. Mm -hmm. So like when it comes to comedy, when it comes to like putting a set together. Uh, so like when I, when I headline a set, I get super detailed mm -hmm. about the entire thing yeah. and I will write down how many laughs I will write ah. down certain tags that I may or may not like I will write down absolutely everything and get nerdy about Can it. Can you run your set when you're driving the car? I can't. Mostly oh. because there's always freaking kids in the car. Oh golly, no! <laughs> I'm like, I like, I keep having. I always have to drive an hour somehow to get mm -hmm. to. Oh the yeah, show. yeah. So yeah, I will. I won't run my set when I'm driving to a show. What I will do is only practice the tags that I'm doing, but I won't run my the whole thing. For me, it feels too. I don't feel loose when I know everything that I'm going to say. I don't. Mm -hmm. And for me, feeling loose on stage is actually reads as authentic yeah it's the way better yeah. for me for yeah. me uh yeah. j just a little advice for yeah. uh as the uh only person in this room of three people doesn't have kids just don't have kids if you want to <laughs> it's a lot it's... better do you know how many times i want to put them back in my wife's vagina like i've no, you're like i want to just that, push them back you i don't mean, think that's like, okay if, if you can, want just just tell them to go like, off dude if, shoo, they shoo. Could, if they could like incubate back under 450 for a little bit longer then <laughs> I'll take him. Like, I'll take yeah. him later. You You're gonna need saying? a bigger but, oven. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You're gonna like, have to talk to Hitler. I think you also have to talk to your wife first about this. You're like, hey, honey. She's like, no. She's like, I did. I I did nine oh months God. three times. Dude, 
Uh, I was so excited when I gave birth because I'm like, finally, my husband has to hold the baby. <laughs> like I've been holding it yeah. for nine months. And then he wakes up one morning at 2 a.m. He's like, it's your turn. You're like, it's my turn. Oh, no. No, my husband's a rock star. Oh, good. Yes. Yeah. That's awesome. He's yeah, yeah, yeah. so but, good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, let's rapid fire these questions. Yeah. Okay. Are you ready? We're going to find yes. out what, how nerdy you are. Okay. We know on the scale of one to a thousand nerd points yeah. in comedy. Yes. You win a thousand oh, for yeah, sure. nerd yeah, yeah, yeah. points. Yes. Um, which is why we're friends. <laughs> but, okay, we're going to find out on the other, like, just okay. like the regular yes, world of absolutely. nerd stuff. Because yep. I have a feeling you might be cool. <laughs> mm. Oh, no. Right. I keep trying to tell us nerds can be like cool and hot too. It's 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 a new era. No, I'm talking about his energy. I can just tell. That's like no, a that's still, okay. Marketing anyway. or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's marketing. marketing. He's got swagger. Marketing. He makes friends everywhere he goes. Yeah. Blah blah yeah. blah. He's good at small I was kind of a big damn. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Have you ever been to Dragon Con? Yeah. Sober. Uh, I'm sober anyway. So no, yes. not like that sober. Oh, am I sober? Uh, without drugs <laughs> uh just like in life no have you ever been to dragon con not on an edible or anything like that um yes i've been to dragon con not okay on an edible. okay yeah. That sounds, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah okay that sounds pretty yes. nerdy mm-hmm. have you ever ridden a unicycle uh no okay did you unicycle. ever have a wind a woodwind instrument a woodwind instrument oh my god this f- uh, uh have one no. Play one. Play one, no. Death Star nope. Lego. No, no, no. Nope. Soldering iron. Soldering iron? Yeah. Like uh Because you can make circuit breakers better. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just thought about it when I was younger. Yes, I sure did have a soldering A cape. Iron. A cape. Uh, weirdly enough, a cape came when I got married. You got married in a cape? <laughs> oh, yeah, no, 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 no. Not when I... I didn't get married in a cape, but like... I got a cape after marriage okay. just to like have one. Even if we can't get through the rest of the, the rest of these questions, I got to ask you about your wedding cuz you have a yes. really interesting yeah. marriage. Mm-hmm. Cuz okay, so you're Muslim, right? Yes. And you are you're in Texas and yes. you met your wife yes. on a dance floor in yes. Texas yes. and she's Muslim too. Uh-huh. But you guys are from different kinds of cultures. Yes. Tell, paint a picture. Tell the story. So our wedding was actually like we, uh, every Nigerian wedding, I'm Nigerian, every Nigerian wedding is usually like a very long night of mm-hmm. dancing. So usually starts like at 12 p.m. and then goes to like 6 a.m. the next morning. Mm-hmm. Most Nigerian weddings. Most Nigerian weddings are just one day affairs, but they're just long and they take forever. So... Uh, my wife did not want to do that part of it. So our wedding was mostly just, we took a part of Nigeria and then we did a bit of her culture because she's Palestinian. And so uh, the piece that we did was basically the Nigerian wedding pretty much lasted till about 2 a.m. and then everybody went home. Oh, that's... Yeah, and then but we had Palestinian food at the wedding. Okay. We had a DJ that played Palestinian music. Okay. Um, and so we kind of combined cultures. And then we also switched uh, clothes during the wedding. This is the, so fun. The one thing that she... So I kind of planned my own wedding. Because um, you're a modern man. Kind of. So, like, I, I just... 
didn't want her to stress out. How many LPMs were in the ceremony? Oh my god, a lot, a lot. Oh, I've shot a bunch yeah, of Nigerian yeah. weddings. They're 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 cracking jokes. They're laughing. They're oh, dancing. they're having it's, a good time. It's great. It's they're having great. a good time. Yeah. Nice. So uh, the one thing that she wanted that I could not do was have like not a lot of people. So there was probably oh. about three hundred and fifty people at my wedding. Right. Yeah. Because I feel like Palestinian weddings probably have a lot of people. She might have just not wanted a lot of people. Yeah. It was just her. It wasn't yeah. like a Palestinian. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, it was I just most, mostly her. That area she that, just does not. She's yeah. just not like. I have she doesn't. Not big into like attention around herself. She's an introvert. You're the she extrovert. Is, she's a physician. Pew, pew, she pew, is pew. a like very linear logical mm -hmm. linear get it done get it done you're the spaz you're bringing the fun you're bringing the chaos Absolutely. you're the fun parent yes. she's yeah. like bedtime yeah, yeah but i mean i would say like i'm probably we've probably switched a little bit of roles a little bit yeah. now that we've been together for so long yeah. and we probably do a little bit of the same thing that's now. good because you're but yeah. robbing off on each other yeah, i go to bed yeah, at 9 30 now this is 1000 percent my husband i literally yeah. told her that she is much funnier because of me I think she hates it when I do that. It's charming. Like, Babe, it's you're really so much charming. funnier. No, now that you've met me. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And I remind her every day. But this is so good. Like bringing a marriage together yeah. of opposites and you cover a lot of bases, right? Oh my God, it's kind yes. of like a balancing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I so, really yeah, appreciate yeah. that kind of energy. It's rough for the first couple of years of your marriage because mm -hmm. you're like, why does your brain work like that? Yes. Ah! And then yeah, you're, yeah. you learn to appreciate it when you spiral out and Absolutely. you're a nice solid I mean, person. I think she's like figured out like how my brain works. I, it took me a while to figure it out. Mm -hmm. Well, she's like a doctor. How, yeah, yeah. She's like, what is this? <laughs> I was like, she's, she's, okay. this is, is called hyperactivity. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm played. in a manic state. Tomorrow, <laughs> it will be very different. I'm going to be depressed tomorrow, and I spent all of our money on a project I'm not going to finish. <laughs> Have you seen my basement? So <laughs> I, I am fortunate in the sense that like I set up things like way in advance to be like, hey, babe, you know, when we get married, you know what I would really love as your husband? A man cave. So I've gotten a man cave everywhere I've been that's been my own. And it's so disorganized. But it's, <laughs> yeah. It is the oh shiznit. It is oh. awesome. Well, then let's call this let's call this the man cave because mine's a mess too. Yeah, yours is the, the the costume oh my closet. No, no, my husband's is, office. Yeah. He can tell if I've moved I, the mouse on his this computer. This is what's funny to me is that you think that this is a mess. <laughs> you said that, and I was just like, <laughs> "What is this?" I tidied it up because you were coming. I, I put the piles uh, in pick, behind those doors. Pick, pick two more uh, oh, questions, yeah. and then we we can wrap up. Oh, dude, yes. yeah. Um, okay. We're having too much fun. I, but know, I, I, have to, even, I have to put on my producer hat. Yes, please. Yeah, we do. got no Yeah, we're can, 13 minutes over an hour. We've never we've never <laughs> no done under an hour on this podcast. No one can listen. No one can listen. It's this because long. we're all ADHD, and we're like, wait, just one more thing. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay, I had all a joke, right. but I forgot it. <laughs> exactly <laughs> my point. Exactly. Okay. Uh -huh. It'll be 2 a.m. She'll be texting me. This was. Do you have a tattoo? No. Are Nigerians not allowed to have tattoos? Uh, I think they are. I just don't. Okay. Yeah. Um, no tattoos. Have you ever had a birthday party for a pet? Uh, no. Because you were just excited about a dog no. that was nice to you for the yeah. first time. Uh, I don't have. I'm. I'm just not. A, I'm not a pet person. Yeah. No, you don't have to be. Yeah, yeah. Like I've just never had pets, so mm -hmm. I never had an opportunity to give a. <laughs> That'd be weird if I was like, "Hey, uh, random pet, I'm gonna give you a birthday party." We'll get your type five ready, because Carter's birthday. <laughs> just, we're booking you. <laughs> I think if you want to put your children back, any into dog people here? Any dog? <laughs> 
if you if you want to put your children back into your wife, you don't need a pet because <laughs> you're not going to love them more than you love your children. <laughs> I beg to differ. Touche. But. I know. I agree with you, yeah. but it's. But close. we'll not let your kids see this one clip. Like, <laughs> yeah. I know. It's. I agree, but it is. Yes. Yeah, it's close. Do you ever watch Jeopardy on Netflix? Jeopardy on Netflix. Yeah. Uh, or in real life, I guess. Yeah, I watch IRL. Jeopardy. I love Jeopardy. I actually went and filled out all the forms to try to get on Jeopardy. Oh, that's what I, I was have, waiting for. Yeah, okay. yeah. I've literally tried question. to get on Jeopardy there. many of times before. I've there's they give you a pamphlet of the types oh. of questions. With, that yeah, what's you it want. like? Uh, so it's like a lot of. So I am. I'm one of those people. So when I went to college, I was a pre-med major my first couple of years. And I realized I don't even like blood, <laughs> so, <laughs> it's yucky. which was a not a good idea. Do you know it idea. turns into a solid right away and then you throw right up? It's and a nightmare. Usually, and usually I pass out. So uh, <laughs> I realized that was not a good idea for a major. And then when I, find mark when I found marketing, I was like, oh, this works with my brain. So I say all that to say, like, when I just love knowledge, like I'm a knowledge Mm-hmm. hoarder like I like to know things so even though I didn't graduate with like a pre-med degree I actually graduated with the uh, combined sciences minor mm-hmm. which is what happens when you take all the science classes but then you, you don't, don't graduate with yeah but yeah I was just like yeah yeah I took physics I took astrology sorry sort of not astrology yeah astrology I took astronomy geo- astronomy yeah astrology i, astrology. I think oh is like God. i'm a capricorn <laughs> yeah full circle Ast- astrology from is mercury and retrograde that's not that's I your just wife metro- ready for horny times <laughs> on a tuesday at 7 30 <laughs> i need to figure just out market calendars when mercury's in retrograde Dude, you gotta so find out when she ovulates I gotta sure. be, yeah that's, yeah yeah, yeah. that's on right. the mission what one last question we're 16 oh. minutes over oh yes Jesus christmas <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, find a oh, good that, question. Yeah, um, that was pretty nerdy. The applying to Jeopardy. I actually don't. <laughs> I don't think we're gonna get better. Well, Yoshi, give us some plugs. Where can everyone find you? Tell us yeah. about your podcast. Tell us about your shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you can find me. Uh, I have a podcast uh, oh. with my wife called oh. F the Joneses. Um, my wife. That Although sounds, she's a physician, she's also she's a also life into, coach. To sounds like gangbangs. <laughs> <laughs> That can't be the first person to make that joke. That's you are. Most people here. Other people respect Yoshi and his wife. Most people hear "F the Joneses" and are like, She's "Oh my God, that's really swinger? cool!" Just to say yeah. "F the Joneses." Swinger uh, lifestyle. Yes, uh, it's a podcast about uh, uh, really like just. Uh, what we did a couple years ago, which was we basically decided to like sort of downgrade our house, move mm. to the suburbs. Uh, we sold our car. Like we just did things to make sure that we were living for us. Yeah. And so the, literally it was yes. like we were like preach after Joneses. Yeah. And we started the podcast like kind of during the pandemic, just being like, let's live for us. So we did that. I've got that podcast. And then I'm also doing i also do the hot breath podcast with joe byers which is a comedy podcast we do that every single week on uh, youtube and it's live and you can yes. you can log on and you, you can, can ask questions on. yes it is the and hot I, breath hot, comedy network if you make a little like reminder when you're youtubing yeah it'll pop up and you're like you know what i'm on the toilet but i also want to see what, Yoshi sure. Absolutely. what a great what a great plug yeah, a podcast you can watch and listen to on the toilet you yeah, know what the absolutely. toilet is not just for facebook and Instagram. <laughs> We're branching out. It's for YouTube. And this podcast is on YouTube. Yeah. All of my here. friends who aren't watching it on YouTube. Yes. Yeah. And then you can catch 
all the stuff that I'm doing on Yoshi.com, Y-O-S-H-E-E.com, and follow me on Instagram at DJ Yoshi, also DJ too. This is, if you realize like my brain, you'll realize that I get into way too much stuff, but I'm kind of oh good God. at all the things that yeah. I get into. So like, yeah. I'm good at DJing, I DJ weddings, I've DJed a couple of comedian weddings, uh, and yeah, I just like, uh, doing lots of different stuff because my brain works in that way and mm -hmm. it gets fulfilled. Really, the best way my brain gets fulfilled is by making people happy. And music, jokes, and like seeing people smile make, make yeah. people happy. Yeah, you so, know yeah. what? If you have to have sex with your neighbors to be happy, <laughs> I'm sure you're making them happy. Oh my too. God, where's the pineapple when you need it? <laughs> they, pineapple, right? That means you're a swinger. Upside down, upside down. Upside down, but yes. no, in old fashioned times, a pineapple was expensive and people had to rent them. In the 1700s, they'd rent in England in the adore, like the, those periods. Relatable material. Relatable. Anyways, thank you so much, Yoshi, for coming on. I'm nerding out too. Thank you for coming, Yoshi. I love you. We're going to have you back because I feel like I could still talk to you oh, a million oh, hours course. about yes, comedy. We guys. should just do this. This is 1,000% awesome. comedy. A hundred million, I don't know, percentages. I a think lot there's of percentages, a lot. yes. Just stops at a hundred. Just, just stops at a hundred. Nice. Nerd. Yeah. <laughs>